Welcome to the Marriage Melody, where we are composing a lifetime of love and happiness with our husband. I am your host, Rivka Harper. Last time, I gave you the homework to find your top three needs, if you haven't already. And then, try to get only one of your needs met. And I know just working through your needs and wants to find your top three needs can be a hard thing just to sit down and accomplish. But I really hope that you're able to do it. And if you were, were you then able to go ahead and work on getting one of those needs met? Even if you weren't able to talk to your husband about your need, just going through and getting the list made is a huge accomplishment. And at the right time, you'll be able to get it done. Also, remember that if you were, were able to get the one need met, but you did not feel any more fulfilled, it's just what you thought was a need was really only a not want. So just cross it off your list and try the next one in line. For now, don't worry about getting the other two needs met. You don't want to bombard your husband because he's likely just to throw up his hands and just say forget everything. But if things go well, feel free to add another every month or two. When I was homeschooling, had one beautiful boy who had an extremely hard time sitting down to do math with me. He just hated it. And I don't know if hate is the right word. I <laughs> he just hated it. And I tried and I struggled and he struggled. It, it wasn't that he couldn't do it. He could do math just fine. And yes, it usually took a bit to get to where he got it, but he always got it. And then one day, after many, many years, as I was trying hard to coax him to come and do math with me, it hit me. I was not being a teacher. When it came to teaching this one boy math, I was not teaching him in the way that he learns. I was teaching him the way I wanted to teach. And uh, it took me a long time to realize that. But at that moment, I no longer saw a child who was difficult, but I saw me as his teacher needing to understand how he learns so I could teach him in, so that I can teach him in a way that he will understand. And in an instant, I reframed my mind. And that's all it took. And somehow I coaxed him to come sit down with me. And from that point on, I turned into a real teacher. And I have to tell you, I had so much fun with him. I learned so many things. 
I learned to change directions mid-sentence and I had to come up with new games on the spot because the ones from yesterday were no longer fun to do today. I also learned to just sit and wait while he thought and I had to bite my tongue. For when I did, I even got a glimpse of how his brain worked as he was figuring out the math questions out loud. And I found it so fascinating how different we both were and how we each had our own preferences on how to solve the various problems. He stopped fighting me when it was math time. It still wasn't his favorite subject. There is a movie called James and the Giant Peach. And at the beginning of the movie, James is with his parents and they're looking at the clouds in the sky and seeing various pictures in them. In one cloud, his father asked if he could see the tallest building in the world. When James could not see it, his mother told him, try looking at it another way. And after he turned his head around, he saw it. He then uses this thought process throughout his journey to get him and his friends through challenging circumstances. Sometimes all it takes is to reframe our minds to be able to solve the issue at hand, whether it's at work, whether it's at play, or in our relationships. I recently read most beautiful advice that someone's grandmother gave her regarding her future husband. She said, when you get into an argument, remember it's not you versus him. It is you and him versus the problem. You might be yelling at each other, but it's the both of you trying to figure out the issue. You both are really on the same team. You're on the same side. You are different people, and that is why you can often see things vastly different, which causes many times the misunderstandings. But when you can take a step back and try to understand where the other person is coming from, it's easy for the arguing to just stop. Sometimes you'll find that what you thought was the issue is not the real issue. You are saying one thing and he is responding to some vastly dis different statement which is why he's saying what he is saying but really you're not understanding each other. You're looking through different colored glasses. One evening my husband called and asked me to have a few things ready for him for when he came home from work. He had just a few minutes after coming home, and then he had a meeting with someone. So as a good wife, I got everything ready for him as requested. However, traffic was heavy, and he came home even later than he wanted, leaving just minutes to eat and get ready for his meeting. As he walked in the door, he walked right by me and as he was exiting the room immediately, he started talking to me and I thought he was yelling at me. 
and for the life of me, I could not figure out why. There was no reason to be upset, for he was not even in the room long enough to see what I did or did not do for him. And really, I felt hurt. And then it hit me. He was not yelling at me, for there was no reason to. He had not seen me for more than, what, two seconds? And then I said, oh, I got it. He was just flustered at the situation. And all those times I thought he was yelling at me in the past and he told me he was not. No, he was not. He was flustered, but not at me. And then I realized, oh, this is just how he gets when he is in a crunch. I finally got it. And yes, I still felt that little pang inside, but I knew that all I needed to do was to let it go, and in a few minutes the pain would go away, which it did. And now when he gets flustered, it still gets to me a little bit, but when I can see it for what it really is, I can usually manage just fine. Unless it's me that is hungry or tired or frustrated. So the next time when things are not going smoothly between you and your husband, what do I want you to do? Try reframing your mind. Is there a way that you can see things from his point of view? What would make him react the way he did? Is he understanding you or is he misinterpreting what you're saying? Was work, work stressful? Maybe it's around mealtime or bedtime, so he might be hungry or tired. Or perhaps you are the one that is hungry or tired. See you next time.